Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We've got a big and powerful super new moon happening on January 21st. This is a new moon. <laughs> it is conjunct the lord of the underworld, Pluto. It is opposite black moon. I mean, this is a deep moon. This is a moon of really intense renewal, um, rebirth, death for a birth, letting go, creating the new, planting new seeds. It's also a visionary moon. So an opportunity to really envision our futures, to really step into our own inner oracle and see what it is that we are called toward what it is that is part of our true north, our north node, our destined path in this life. This is a big one. Um, my hope is that this conversation really serves in big and powerful ways. I give a few practices, a few reflective questions to help you deepen in. If you're wanting more, check out the Dark Goddess Workshop. Check out Living Close to the Bone. That's Rewilding Membership where we get together monthly, three times a month in live Rewilding Circle. Uh, I just facilitated something in there around power and this new moon energy and our unique genius and how do we own our own unique gifts and our unique genius in the world. You'll find links to all of those things below. There's also the masterclass if you have not, um, if you don't have your birth chart or don't know how to decipher or look at it, there's that down below as well. So lots of supports for this. Um, if there's one thing that I would like to leave you with before you dive into this conversation, it's um, go deep. Go deep during this new moon. Make some time for self. Make some time for meditation, some time for reflection, some time for um, really uh, dreaming. It's like now is the time to do the New Year's practices. Now is the time to do the... Uh, the, the new year reflecting, now is the time to do the new year plans, the goal, the, all of that stuff, but in a really deep soulful way. So not like that surface level resolution kind of a way. I mean, Pluto's gonna make us go deep. The dark goddesses, they make us go deep. Like we gotta go deep and get true and get real with ourselves. And so if there's anything that I can leave you with is like get around your deep friends, uh, your your dark goddess, dark god friends, get get into those raw, vulnerable truths of what you're really desiring to create in your life, what you're really called to do, and then find the ways that support you to do that. Find the teachings, find the classes, the courses, the circles, the podcasts, the books, the whatever it is. Um, to support you to do it. We just, we have such an amazing opportunity at this moment in time, and I really hope you take advantage of it. Okay, so much love to you. Enjoy the episode. New moon in Aquarius, January 21st. Okay, let me give you a couple of themes. One, it's the Chinese New Year, uh, the year of the water rabbit. Another theme is, ah, it's a dark goddess new moon. Yes, uh, dark goddess new moon birth, death, renewal, rejuvenation. It's also a dark god new moon. So not only is the dark goddess as the feminine form of birth, death, renewal, uh, 
bringing the hidden to light, it's also the dark masculine uh, new moon because the moon is conjunct Pluto during this. And so Lord of the Underworld uh, is definitely um, taking us deep. There's a depth to this new moon, a depth to our rebirth. Um, it's like a rebirth that's deeper, a new year that's deeper, a renewal that's deeper, a fresh start that's deeper, possibly truer because we're able to bring more aspects of ourselves to this starting point. I know, I'll talk a little bit more about that. I wanna give you some great practices in this conversation today. So some ways of really working with this energy of you know, working on what it is that you wanna build in your life this year, what are the reflective questions to maybe dive into. Some of it has to do with power. So this is a new moon to really start to think about power, power dynamics, power over, power under, power with. Where are we giving our power away? Where, what is our relationship to power? Do we fear power? Um, another theme that I wanna talk about is Mars is direct, Mercury is direct, Uranus goes direct a few hours after this new moon takes place. So we've got all systems go. All systems go. What does that mean? They're still in their shadow. Uh, Mercury and Mars will still be in their shadow. Uranus obviously will still be in shadow. And so if we take that, we can start to mm, talk about again these practices and what are the reflective questions to really excavate the wisdom of these retrograde cycles. There is some deep, big, potent wisdom and insights and guidance forward in our lives if we can just ask the right questions and take some time to really ask, what was this Mars retrograde about? What was this Mercury retrograde in Capricorn of all places, like the most potent place for Mercury to be going retrograde? Um, given the last two years. I talked a little bit about that in the last video. If you saw that, awesome. If not, that's fine. We'll talk a little bit about it here. Um, okay, so let's feel into specifically moon energy. So specifically this new moon energy and the Aquarius energy. This happens at one degree of Aquarius. So the sun and the moon are conjunct at a new moon. If you have your birth chart, you'll want to look at where one degree of Aquarius is. What house does it fall in? For those of you who are not astrologically uh, fluent, we'll just say in that language, it's the area of life. House just represents the area of life that this new beginning is taking place. It can be really powerful and you want to see if there are other planets around that, if there are other planets at one degree in your chart can be very insightful. If you do not have a birth chart and you'd like to get one for free and you do not know how to read a chart, you wanna know where the house is, we did a free masterclass, yeah! Um, there will be a link below and a link up here. Um, it's like 90 minutes long. Um, shows you how to run a free chart on astro.com and then talks about how to read your chart and then you can look at exactly where one degree of Aquarius falls in your birth chart, giving you uh, a few very tangible things to feel into that are specific to you for this 
this new moon. Okay, so Aquarius. We're moving into the age of Aquarius. I'm sure you've probably heard about that in some form or fashion. And moving into the age of Aquarius, it's moving more from self to other kind of thinking. It's moving more into um, community hive mind thinking. And now some of you are like, oh my God, no. <laughs> some of you are like, thank goodness. <laughs> like we're moving into the, the good of the all. And I don't think we're gonna go without some, some fights some struggles, some challenges around this for sure. Um, but this new moon falling in Aquarius, I think will give us a little bit of insight around what it means for us. So that's something, the first kind of reflective question to sort of open up to during this new moon is, okay, if we're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is long, right? It'll be the rest of your lifetime. If we're moving in that direction, and if instead of fighting it, Right? If I could uh, get into alignment with my highest future, my highest self in my future potentials, if I were to get into alignment with it, what would that look like? What is that? And so this new moon can bring us some of these insights of this is what's coming in the future. Really and truly, this is one of those futuristic new moons where we kind of have a capacity to become an oracle for our lives. We get to almost glimpse, and so this would be a really powerful practice to do, is to just let yourself fall into your own oracle, your own visionary, your own seer. Just like turn it on. We all have an inner visionary, an inner oracle, an inner seer. Just switch that part of you on and just allow yourself to like, see or feel. I know some of us don't see, some of us are more feelers or we just get a knowing. We just have this like gnosis of like, actually I know that I'm being called here. I know that this, it's, um, it's like Hecate visioning, right? At the crossroads, but you get to see past, present and future. But really and truly for this moon, it's seeing into the future. Seeing into the future. It doesn't mean that it's right here, right now, but it means that we get to see and sort of take preparation steps. I wanna talk about the best kind of preparation steps to take right now too, but um, we'll just leave it at that practice of allowing ourselves to see, allowing ourselves to be visionaries and oracles during this new moon. Okay, uh, let's talk about best steps. Let's just dive right into that right away so I don't keep y'all hanging um, for, okay, that's great, but what are the steps we can take? Like, what is good preparation right now? As we move into Aquarius, so this will be happening in March. March is a big, 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 big time. Um, we're kind of being released to go forward right now as Mars goes direct, as Mercury goes direct. Mars will be in his shadow though until March. Saturn doesn't move signs until March. Pluto doesn't move signs until March. March is when it will be like a big boost forward. We've got a bit of a boost forward. And so what can we do in this bit of a boost forward time? It's still a time of really allowing ourselves to um, uh, excavate, I'm gonna use that word, excavate and gather the wisdom that we've gained or the things that we've seen over the last few months or the things that we're seeing now as visionaries and as oracles. 
And so it's gathering more insights, wisdom, knowledge to move forward. Also, it's, I know I've been talking about this and you've probably been hearing this all over the place, but it's still about looking at our structures. Do I have the right structures in place to support the vision I'm seeing? So here's what, here's what I will be doing on this new moon and here's just an offering of what you might want to do too is, is really step into the vision, visionary, really step into the oracle. Okay, this is where I see, this is where I see the trajectory of my life going. This is where I'm deeply called, right? This is my soul calling, my soul longing. This is, this is my destiny. This is my destined path. Just let yourself see. Let yourself see or get help seeing. Like use oracle cards. Ask a witchy friend who's a really good visionary, right? Get a reading of someone that's very trusted and you trust, right? Akashic record readings is really good right around now. But really let that vision come in, making sure that it resonates with you. I'm always saying, you know, whenever we go to seers or visionary, like making sure that it resonates. We might be scared of it, <laughs> but that still means it resonates, right? It may want us make it may make us want to poop our pants <laughs> because like ah! but that doesn't mean that it doesn't resonate, okay? So um, letting ourselves see our path and then bringing it in and going, okay, Right here, right now is the current structure of my life. Let's say it's relationship. We'll just use this one. You envision this partnership, this intimate partnership, this very healthy, very wholesome, very nourishing, very deep relationship, right? And that's, you vision that, like that. You know that that is your destiny. You feel it. And then you come back and you go, okay, where am I at right now and what are the structures I need or what do I need to do right now to support that trajectory? And so maybe it's, okay, I actually need to make some space in my life. So my structures, my foundations, my life is so busy. It's so, bu it's so, it's so full, but it's full of the things that don't necessarily fill me or are in alignment with my destiny in that way. So maybe I just, I need to, create that's part of my foundational structure is I need to create some space in my life maybe I realize I've got some real inner child wounding and I am very well aware that that will prevent me from coming into the highest best relationship and so part of my structural foundation will be like psychic uh, my psyche my emotional structures and foundations I want to rebuild those. So I'm going to do some inner child, some deep work around family constellation work. I'm going to do some mother wound work, some father wound work, some inner child work, because I know that that's a foundation that will support me to create that vision, to, to realize that which I'm seeing when I step into my oracle or my visionary, right? So just... Really feel what area of life, what are you seeing? What are you feeling? What, what's, what's calling at your heartstrings? This is another, like what's really calling at your heartstrings without judgment, without judgment. There's no judgment. It's just this really sings to my heartstrings. Like my work, rewilding, 
really calls my heartstrings. It's got, it's, it, it is what I came here to do. It has my heartstrings. And when I vision what, what is the work or what do I see happening for rewilding, when I step into my Oracle visionary and then I come back and I go, okay, what are, what does the team look like? What are the foundations, the business foundations? What are the structures right here at like grassroots level? What actions can be taken right now to support the realization of what I'm seeing? This is such a powerful, potent time to be doing this with Pluto conjunct this new moon, we get to see deeper. We, we will get to see deeper. We will have deeper knowings. And so maybe as another practice or another offering to feel into is really let yourself go deep. Let yourself go deep, like deep into the psyche, deep into um, emotional structures, psychological structures deep into deeper energetic structures, right? The energetics of things are always influencing. And so maybe it's me looking at, um, at this trajectory and going, wow, the, the, the structure of the business on a deeper level, um, it should be, the, the business address should be moved to this place, in the world because that is just a deeper energetic unexplainable unseen thing that will help to fuel and help to make manifest that which i'm seeing right so allowing yourselves to go allowing yourself to go into the unseen a little bit more into the unseen around this um, will be very very fruitful very fruitful um, okay Oh, let me feel for this. I will leave it to you to maybe research or look for um, things around this Chinese New Year and the water dragon. If you know something and you feel to share in the comments with us, please do. Or if you have an article um, to share, please do. I don't want to take up a lot of time. It's not my specialty at all. Um, but here's what I can share about that is we're moving out of a dragon energy, which is very, if we were to talk in yin and yang energy, it's a very yang energy, a very outward, um, you can kind of go predator energy into water rabbit, very yin, um, very water, that's emotions, yin. Uh, the rabbit is prey. So you can just kind of feel, and again, with no judgment, it's just an archetypal energy shift archetypal energy shift and you can dive more into that or search more on that and I'll just kind of leave it there for you uh, there's just after this new moon takes place this new moon can be tricky here's something that kind of hit me just before coming on to record this for you was you want to be on the right side of this new moon because <laughs> there's a side of this new moon that could really take you under it could really take you into the pits of despair or into hell right it's a new moon conjunct pluto god of the underworld hades right opposite black moon the conglomeration of the dark goddess could very much take you into the underworld. And so how do you stay on the right side of this moon? We, we love our underworld. We love that. And we open the door to the unseen becoming seen, to the deeper truths coming to the surface. It's when we fight 
the underworld coming into the upper world that we get in that we get in trouble. It's when we try to keep the trap door shut on things that are meant for us, on things that we're meant to step into, things that are meant to change, things that we're meant to let go of, things that we are just destined. It's just time. It's time to let go of that. It's time for you to step into this. It's t- it's just time. And so if we can kind of let go and let God, right? We can use that. Let goddess, let let go and let divine wisdom take over. We will be on the right side of this new moon and we will be gifted very much by this new moon, but it's this new moon, it's it's deep. It's deep and it and and if we can just trust um and really feel into the wisdom and continue to ask ourselves these questions of um, what is it that, um, that it's time is up. This is a, a, a renewal, new moons. It's a renewal. It's a death for a rebirth, right? It's, and with Pluto conjunct this new moon, that's intensifying. And it's a super new moon. This is intense death and rebirth. But to be on that side of the acceptance of it, that's where we can really propel our lives forward. We can really, if we, we don't cling to things that are no longer meant for us, if we don't dig our heels in and, no, I'm not changing. No, I'm not stepping into that new level of power. No, I'm not. If we can more so go, ah, okay, this is a time of big change. This is a time of big change. This is a time of death for rebirth. This is a time for letting go. Yeah, okay. What feels true? What feels true? And this practice that I'm always sharing, which is coming into deep, wise self. Coming into your center point, your balance point, deep, wise self. Right? And to me, why self, that takes me to like my tailbone or it takes me right into my pelvis. And I just reside there and it's, I just rest there. I sink into there. I relax into that. You see, my whole posture has changed, right? I just sat up straighter. My back got straight and I just whoosh. I am very centered in my own being. And then I allow like elder wisdom to rise in myself. I allow wisdom, like wizened woman. I identify as woman. So I allow wizened woman to arise in myself, right? And I just sit here and I go, what is it that I am meant to let go of right now? What is it that I'm meant to step into right now? What is this death rebirth or death birth cycle showing me right now? What are these seeds that I'm meant to plant for the future? What are the foundations I'm meant to build? What are the foundations that still need to be revised, re reorganized, um, upgraded? What is it that I need to shift, change, upgrade, revise in my foundations so that I can manifest that which I am visioning as my destiny, as where I'm called to head toward. Last piece I want to share with you. 
Um, I hope that practice serves. If it does, I would love to hear about it. So if you're like, yes, um, my wise self shows up as, um, or if you want to hear more of those types of practices, maybe that's the best question to ask. If that serves and you want more of those practices, it helps me. Like it just helps me to know, and I know I'm always asking you all these questions, but it helps me to, um, <laughs> to tailor this, to give you all the most and the best that I can in these conversations. Okay, so if that serves and you want more of that, please leave a note below. I read all of the comments for the first couple of days after a video goes out. Yes, and I really appreciate them. So thank you all. Uh, just for being part of the community and being active. Okay, last thing that I want to share. Uh, actually, two more things, sorry. Two things that I want to talk about. Um, Mars is direct. Mercury is direct. This is a time where, yeah, we are not going backwards. We're now not internal. So when planets are retrograde, they're the rewords, revise, revisit, all of those sorts of things reflect on and they go internal. It's like our warrior Mars, our action-oriented warrior um, goes inward. It can also represent passion, right? Passion, fire goes, goes inward. And so some of us have felt like, oh my gosh, I can't get anything done. I can't get anywhere. I can't, there's no forward movement going on. And so just trusting however this experience has been for you, that might not be the case. I know for me, that was not definitely not the case. Um, but now Mars is going direct. So now we can start. It's very slow direct though, like barely moving, but starting to move forward. He's also going back over everything that he retrograded. So yes, he's in forward motion, but... It's like now that he's going forward over the places that he wanted to review, right? Your warrior wanted to review some stuff. Now he's going back over it. He's going forward and there will be more insights. Again, this is so good for this action oriented. What actions do I start to take based on this future vision? What foundations do I need to create still to support this future vision? It's so stunning. It's so perfect. Now I want to weave Mercury in here. Mercury going direct. Mind. That's the mind. This is so good because the mind has gone backwards, right? So if even like my mind has been on the fritz for a little while, um, that's okay. Like that's what Hermes, the mind messenger of the gods does. Now with Hermes, Mercury going direct, it's like now we can start... Um, interesting how this feels in my system it's like now we can start to cognize we can start to cognize and start to think straight um, but here's something interesting you just feel in for you this is how it feels for me it's like my mind hasn't yet caught up to the energetic shift that's taken place it's like my energetics have shifted into the new my soul is in the new. My emotions are probably in the new. A lot of my deep inner wiring is in the new, right? A lot of me is in the new, but it's like my mind hasn't quite caught up. Like my mind is not quite comprehending what the hell just happened. Like, what is this? Uh, like, what is this new wiring? What, what, why I can't, I can't see. I can't think 
it through. I don't, I don't have the words for it yet. I, I know that something big and new has happened or is happening to me, but I can't comprehend it yet. So if you're feeling any of that, um, know that that's kind of just part of the energetics. But what will happen is we will be able to cognize more and more and more and more of what this new means to us. And so by the 21st, we'll have like a good little bit of, of that shift that will have shifted and it will continue more and more. So after this new moon, it's a stunning week. To me, the energetics are just, they're stunning. They're still really deep. Um, but Jupiter comes into play, grace bomb, hope like a grace bomb of hope. And so we can weave that in to what it is that we're visioning. What it, like your true north, just your true north. Get that vision and, and let it be the thing that breaks your heart. The thing that you like barely dare to dream. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't dare to dream this because if this doesn't happen, it's going to break my heart. Well, that's, the, that's probably the one. Like that's probably part of your destiny. <laughs> it is. And if we stop denying it or we stop, we'll, we won't slow it down as much, right? Okay, so um, final piece that I want to talk about. That was the second to final piece was the Mars and the Mercury going direct. Here's the final piece. I love this piece. This is, I almost swore again. This is stunning. Uranus goes direct a few hours after this new moon. Uranus is a kundalini awakener, like kundalini awakener, shakti awakener, um, a lightning bolt, like the energy in us. It's like really rapid waking up, like waking up. It's new energy. It's revolutionary energy. Perfectly conjunct Kali, right? Wait, bleh, this is so good. So it's like, and if Kali is an expression of the goddess, right? An expression, a form of Shakti, an expression of the goddess. And if a Kundalini awakening can come in many, many forms and can come in this form of the goddess, this form of the divine feminine, this form of the divine feminine, it's like having a Kundalini awakening in the form of Kali, in the form of the dark goddess. This new moon is perfectly opposite the dark goddess, the black moon, right? Like this is dark goddess territory. This is a time of the dark goddess. And again, being on the right side of the coin with the dark goddess. The dark goddess is uh, ego slayer. We got to go deeper. You got to go to soul level. Like ego slayer. I will cut away your false self. So if we just do the true self practices, true self, true self, true self, my soul self, my spirit self, right? Like if I do these practices, like we are riding that way. We are on the right side of the coin. The other thing on a little bit more of a mundane level, let's bring it out of this like high esoteric spiritual level and we bring it to gifts of the dark goddess. It's, um, it's you stepping into your potentials. It's you stepping in. Like I will life tsunami you. This is dark goddess. I will life tsunami you to get you on the right path. I will life soon. I will, I will mess up your bank account. I will mess up your house. I will mess up your relationship. I will go wherever to help you to realize your destiny. What is all this that we've been talking about? Your oracle, your destiny, your true north. And we've got this, this fierce grace. It's fierce grace. Kali is fierce grace. She is all about your soul's empowerment, all about your true self, all about it. And she, she will liberate you from that house you're not supposed to be living in anymore. She will liberate you from that relationship that should have ended six months ago. <laughs> now she can do it with us kicking and screaming, 
or we can do it in harmony with her and a dance with her. Like, all right, I'm giving over to something greater here. I'm, 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 I'm turning this over to something greater here. And you don't even have to turn it over to something greater outside of yourself, your own inner Kali, your own inner wisdom, your own inner Shakti, your own inner goddess, God, right? Your own inner true self, right? That's what's on offer here. Uh, it's stunning. If you've never worked with the dark goddess, if you've never worked with the dark goddess or um, explored or experienced, like, how does this energy work in my body or in my life or where does it show up? There's a dark goddess workshop that I created a couple years ago. I love it. It's still incredibly powerful and potent and can be very um, insightful. And uh, what's another word? Em help to embody this energy. Help us to get on the right side of the coin. Like really come into like this harmonious relationship with, we all have a dark goddess in us. We all have a dark God in us. There are aspects of self as within, so without, as above, so below. They're all within us. And to just see what is our relationship to that aspect in ourselves. Um, it's wildly liberating wildly liberating, wildly powerful, and wildly truth-filled. Um, and that workshop's under 50 bucks. You'll find a link up here and up here and down below if you want to um, dive into that. For those of you who maybe have the Kali or the Lilith retreats, that's a good one to do. Some of you might have the Shadow Workshop. That's a really powerful one to do during this particular new moon as well. Um, and otherwise, there's Bones, Living Close to the Bone. I just recorded a bonus workshop on the 14th or the 15th, um, and that's in your members area. That's 50 bucks a month, less than 50 bucks a month. Um, you can join down below. Da -da 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 -da. There's lots of ways to keep going. I would be honored um, to journey into these different places with you. Um, and I'm also just honored to be here with you like this um, in our community. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, Please do. It helps us. Might help you to not miss a video going forward. Comments. I love reading um, everything that y'all have to share. Um, it's beautiful to be here with you. All right. Happy new moon. And I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.